Welcome to the You Can Make It So podcast, episode number 89. As we record this episode, we're marking Thanksgiving weekend here in Canada, and it's a beautiful autumn-long weekend, which certainly adds to the feeling of gratitude indeed. So to all of our Canadian listeners, a very happy Thanksgiving. I'm grateful for all of you who join us each Tune-In Tuesday. Here at Phoenix Life Coaching Canada, we are building a community of like-minded people who want to lead with confidence and grow in clarity. They want to thrive and live with one attitude, and that is make it so. And so check out our website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com, to see how we can help you. I'm grateful for the positive feedback on our recent series on momentum. That's episodes 85 to 87. Check these out and all of our past episodes on our website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com, or here on Spotify. And some great feedback also from last week as we began a two-part series on anticipatory leadership, which is where we are going to continue today. So let's get after it. Let's make it so. Last week in episode number 88, we began our two-part series on anticipatory leadership with this clear statement. The difference between a good leader and a great leader is one who learns to anticipate rather than react. A good practical way to sum that up is from the words of Wayne Gretzky, one of the greatest ice hockey players of all time. Most players skate to where the puck is. I skate to where the puck will be. So how can we very practically anticipate the future? Well, last week we introduced three different things to keep in mind. The importance of developing situational awareness, the importance to discern future threats and opportunities, and the importance to disrupt what is with what could be. We concluded with three clear questions. Number one, what is the true and current state of your organization or your personal or professional goals? Number two, if you were starting now, What are you currently doing that you would not do, and why are you still doing it? And number three, if you were starting over today, what would you attempt, and when are you going to attempt it? I hope you looked at those three questions, because we also left you with a very clear challenge. Don't create what is. Create what is supposed to be. All of that we shared because... Things are changing, and good leaders react, but great leaders anticipate. Today, I want to develop all of that a bit more with this. You don't have to be at the top to be an anticipatory leader. Let's look at that statement again. You don't have to be at the top to be an anticipatory leader. You see, often the belief is that it's the people on top that are called to be anticipatory leaders. The CEO, the chairman of the board, the person who signs the checks, they are called to be an anticipatory leader. Yet I love that quote from Emerson. The person who understands how will always have a job. The person who understands why will always be his or her boss. We're all called to be anticipatory leaders, whether in our personal or our professional lives. And your ability to lead 
forward will help you move forward. Your ability to lead forward will help you to move forward. If you don't want to get stuck, then keep leading forward. It is the best way to move forward. We do that by responding, not reacting. We do that by anticipating, not just accelerating. So let's unpack how. By looking at two qualities that anticipatory leaders must possess, no matter whether they're on top or whether they are just starting. Because really, it's two discernments that anticipatory leaders must make. And it's these, motive and initiative. First, ask yourself, what is your motive? Your only motivation as an anticipatory leader should be to push the mission forward. Be an anticipatory leader because you want to help your organization to win. Be an anticipatory leader because you want your family to win. Be an anticipatory leader because you want your personal goals and habits to win. And in order to do that, you have to begin by, first of all, not just pointing out problems, but bringing solutions, even if the solution that you bring is not perfect. It may well need refining, but bring a solution, not a critical spirit. You know, I used to work with a colleague each day who at lunch would sit with us and give us a litany of everything that was wrong. At first, we all found this very annoying. Yet, he wasn't wrong in any of his observations. The things that he was pointing out that needed to change did, in fact, need to change. So a few of us decided to listen to his litany. But then when he left the table to come up with solutions, we moved up the organization. He never did. You see, he had the skill of observation, but his motive was complaining, not anticipating or even solving what was wrong. What is yours as a leader? What is yours within your organization? What is yours within your family? What is yours within the relationships that you're a part of? Is it simply stating the things that are wrong? You may well be right, but do you now have that motive to want to anticipate what needs to change in order to continue to grow the organization, your family, or even your own personal life. Here's the second discernment, the second quality that an anticipatory leader must possess, and it's initiative. If you are willing to do what others won't do, you will earn the influence others don't have. Can I say that again? If you are willing to do what others won't do, you will earn the influence others don't have. On this statement, let me just say two quick things. First of all, timing matters. Look at the rhythm of things and value people's time. This was a lesson that I learned in spades early in my career with a boss that I had. He was not a morning person at all. So if you came to him with a question before his second cup of coffee, the answer was always no. But his peak time was mid-afternoon, 
and he was much more likely to offer a yes at that moment. So look at the rhythm. Look at the rhythm of the people that you work with. Look at the rhythm of the organization that you're a part of. Look at the rhythm of where the project is at. Look at the rhythm of where your relationship is at. When is the right moment to offer a suggestion? When is the right occasion to seek a new direction? When is the right time to demonstrate a shortcoming to the approach? Timing matters. Here's the second thing about initiative. Honor matters. Respect is earned, but honor is given. That was a saying that that same boss that I was just speaking about had on his wall. Respect is earned, honor is given. If you want to be known and honored as a leader who anticipates through the initiatives you undertake that are responses and not reactions, then remember to give honor along the way. Remember that story that I just told you about the fellow at the lunch table, the colleague who came every day to complain? Well, we offered solutions to his observations, but we never said that we saw it. We said he did. But it was the fact that we came with the solutions that gave us the leg up. You can do the same. Be an anticipatory leader who wants success. But be an anticipatory leader who wants success for the right reasons. You know, I see too many leaders, too many business owners, too many executives chasing and not anticipating. They chase cash because they believe it will solve their problem. They go after every job, but they have no system in place for revenue. Soon the cash dries up, and what do they do? Off they go chasing again. Or they chase position. If they get that new job, that new client, that new target, then they will be enough. Soon they realize it isn't. And off they go chasing again. Or they chase a success found in today. And maybe for today it comes. But then tomorrow arrives. And off they go chasing again. Even the longest marathon comes to an end. So stop chasing. Be a leader who anticipates. The difference between a good leader and a great leader is one who learns to anticipate rather than react. So skate not to where the puck is, but where the puck will be. You know, I'd love to help with that. A lot of my one-to-one -one work is with business owners and executives and leaders like you who want to lead with confidence and grow in clarity towards results that reduce anxiety and increase profits. So don't hesitate to contact me through our website or use the link on our podcast notes. We can finish 2023 strong as an anticipatory leader. All right, let's wrap up. Next week, we are going to be welcoming Matt Mayberry, a gifted athlete, a former American football linebacker, a speaker, a businessman, who's written an amazing book called Culture is the Way. 
and he speaks about how to build an organization for speed, impact, and excellence. I think that this episode and his book is so connected to being an anticipatory leader. You know, we have some great guests coming up on our podcast. Nicholas Sonberg, Thomas Park, Craig Siegel. I really want to encourage you to watch for the dates and times of all of our powerful interviews as we finish 2023 strong. And by the way, as I mentioned a few weeks back, episode 100 is not that far away. In fact, it's less than a dozen episodes away. And we want to make it special. So we want some suggestions from you as to what you want discussed or what guest you want to hear from for episode 100. Just go to our website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com, click the contact page and send us a message with your suggestion. We want episode 100 to be truly unique and memorable. You know, leadership is influence and you are a leader and that's why you listen to this podcast. And so if this content and this podcast is meaningful to you, it would mean the world to me if you could rate it or write a review. It will help our podcast to gain more exposure. And remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. You can check the podcast notes for how to connect. All right. Until we get together again next week, start living in a way today that will help you to thrive tomorrow. And remember, you can make it so.